Slava Jesus Christus, Slava Navika, glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. This is Father Basil again, doing another podcast. And um, today I would like to just reflect upon one of the parts of the liturgy that that we do um, every Sunday, every weekend, or sometimes every day if we can. And that part of the liturgy, right before the Our Father, there is a litany uh, called the Litany of Supplication. And um, remember, this is after the priest has consecrated the bread and wine. This is after, um, you know, all the the readings, the the God, the epistle reading, the gospel reading. So right before the Our Father, so right before communion, basically. And I'm just going to read a couple of the petitions we say here um, during this litany of supplication. So the uh, first one I want to say that our loving God who has received them as a spiritual fragrance upon his holy heavenly Mutsko altar may send down on us returns divine grace and give the Holy Spirit. Let us pray that we may be delivered from all tribulation, wrath and misfortune. Let us pray to the Lord that this whole day may be perfect, holy, peaceful and sinless. Let us ask the Lord. For an angel of peace, a faithful God, a guardian of our souls and bodies, let us ask the Lord. For the forgiveness and remission of our sins and offenses, let us ask the Lord. For all that is good and for the beneficial for our souls and for peace for the world, let us ask the Lord. That we may spend the rest of our lives in peace and repentance, let us ask the Lord. For a Christian into our lives, one that is painless, unashamed, and peaceful, and for a good defense at the awesome tribunal of Christ, let us ask the Lord. Having asked for the unity of the faith and for the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, let us commend ourselves on one another and our whole life to Christ our God. I don't know how many people who go to church really concentrate on this part of the liturgy. This is a very, very, very important part of the liturgy that we do. Um, it's basically telling us that we need to um, put God as our number one priority in our lives. And to live in peace and repentance, that means that we have to go to confession. That means that we have to be sorrowful for our sins that we committed. And, you know, to, to, uh, spend the rest of our lives with God means that we sometimes have to give up the things of this world 
in order to put God first. And I don't know how many of us who are Christians, who are Catholics, think about that. And maybe we do need to think about that more and more and more. That it's important to pray constantly. And we like to make excuses all the time in our world today of why we can't pray. We make excuses of work. We have too much work to do. We make excuses that of a family. You know, we have family commitments. We have to go away. We have holidays. Or we just say we're too tired. We're too tired to pray. Well, what I'm going to say is that, unfortunately, if you're too tired to pray now, if you are too busy to pray now, then we are putting our souls in great jeopardy. You know, this world, <laughs> you know, we, we, we think that this is all there is, that what we see outside, what we see on earth is all there is. Most of the people think that way. But we should know better than that. We as Christians need to know a lot better. We know that our souls are eternal, that our souls last forever. And the decisions that we make on this earth affect where our souls are going to go at the end of our life. So, you know, we can, we can make all the excuses we want in this world. We can say, well, um, I'm, I don't need to pray. That's the priest's job. I don't need to, to do good works. I don't need to care about other people. All I care is about my own self and my family and making sure we have lots of money in this world making sure we have lots of possessions, and I'm happy. I don't need anything else. Well, if we think that way, unfortunately, when the time comes at the final judgment, which I've talked about here, so for a good Christian enter our lives, one that is painless, unashamed, and peaceful, and for a good defense at the awesome tribunal of Christ, the awesome tribunal of Christ means the final judgment where every single person in this world is going to be judged for their actions, right? And again, um, it's, it's not it's that we have, nobody's forcing us to do anything. Jesus doesn't force us to come to him. He wants us to come to him freely. He wants us to sacrifice for our, our souls freely. No, he's not gonna, he's not going to make us do anything we don't want. 
We have to want to do this. Okay? So, it's very important for us to know that this life is not the end. This life is not the end. And if we continually um, neglect our spiritual health, if we continually neglect what is important to God, then again, we are putting our souls in jeopardy. You know? See, I, I, we, we all have busy lives, okay? So that's fine. We all have things to do. I was teaching today in a school. You know, I have things to do and parish work. Fine. We all have to do those things. There's, there's always things to do. But if we don't put priority in our spiritual life, we are causing a great harm to our own souls. You know? So how do we, you know, one thing, one of the, the one, uh, uh, petition I wanted to really concentrate on today that we may spend the rest of our lives in peace and repentance. Now, what does that mean to spend the rest of our lives in peace and repentance? It's so important to remember that we need to make amends for the sins we committed. You know, it's not just about going and asking for forgiveness. That's the first step. Yes. We have to ask for forgiveness from God through the sacrament of confession, and, you know, if we can, to ask forgiveness of the people we hurt. But we also have to make amends. That means we have to make right the harm that we have done to others. That this is, this is what people are really lacking the knowledge of in our world today. You know, they say, well, all this say I'm sorry and I don't have to do anything else. Well, yes, saying I'm sorry is the first step. That's a good first step. But what are we doing to make amends to God and to the people we've hurt? This is so very important to us. So, you know, um, we we can pray for people. That's important. That's very good. Nothing wrong with that. We can, you know, uh, help people. We can, um, you know, assist people at any time they need help. All those things are very good. Those are the things that 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 can help us make amends to the harm we have caused in our life. You know, uh, unfortunately, we are, we just don't understand the gravity of what our sins do to us. 
You know, when we hurt other people constantly, you know, sometimes we don't even, we don't even realize how much we are hurting others through our actions, through our um, sinfulness, through our selfishness, through our uh, just total lack of care for one another in this world. And, you know, I'm not just talking about the big, you know, sins that, you know, that we know about. Obviously, murder is a big sin. Adultery is a big sin. Uh, you know, theft is a big sin. Uh, uh, lying to each other is a big sin. All the, all, any sin that breaks the commandments is a great sin. But, how about gossip? You know, you know, how often do we gossip about one another? You know, it's, it's so easy to, to talk badly about another person and we don't even think anything about it. We just, this, this, is this part of our life just to, to talk badly about others? You know, but that is a great sin. It causes great harm to people and society or how about you know uh just just being so selfish that we don't even um care to uh talk to those who are lonely who are you know the sick the suffering it's it's so you know, it's easy to say, well, that person has a family, that person uh, has people that they can talk to. You know, do we, do we care about others? And, and if we see someone in, the, in our community who looks lonely, if we see someone in our community that's, uh, that looks sick, that is suffering in some way, do we you know, they'll speak a kind word to them. Or they will just ignore them and say, well, they have their own problems, I have my problems, let them deal with them themselves, you know. It's so easy to to just ignore others and their needs. It's so easy to say, well, I don't need to talk to to care about anyone else. I have my own worries to worry about. Well, that's not being a Christian. And that is not, you know, living in peace and repentance, you know, especially those that we have hurt in our lives, especially those that we have caused grief in our lives. We need to make amends to them. Okay, we need to to do something to show that we are remorseful for our sinfulness, that we are remorseful for what we have done to cause people harm. And again, prayer is always the number one thing we can do, no matter what. And again, I don't want, you know, God doesn't want to hear excuses of why we don't pray. We have so many different opportunities during the day
to pray to God and to go to church. There are so many opportunities during the week to go to church and pray with others if we want to take advantage of those opportunities. Again, that's our choice we have to make. What are our choices in life? What what are our choices that we have in this world? What what choices do we make? You know? Um it, it, I, <laughs> I I I as a priest, you know, it's so difficult sometimes because people want to hear only things that make them happy, right? So people want to hear that they are good people, that they are, you know, that that God is going to bless them because, uh, you know, they they are they are you know perfect people. Basically, that's that's what people want to hear. They don't want to hear a priest tell them about their sins. They don't want to ha- have a priest tell them that their soul might go to hell if they don't repent and make amends to other people in this world. It's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate that this is the case. But, you know, it is what it is. And um, we have to become better Christians, all of us, and I'm including myself as well. You know, I have to become a better Christian in, in, in my, in my job, in my vocation, in my spirituality, in my ways of dealing with the things that go, are happening in this world. You know? And it's not like I'm trying to, to be so negative and saying that there's not, none of us have a chance to go to heaven. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying what we do in this life, the decisions we make are going to be the main factors of whether our souls are with God forever or not. Remember, you know, God didn't create hell to because he hates us. He created hell because we did not want to be with him. All right? So our souls have to be somewhere after our death. So if we, on this earth, continually neglected God, continually neglected our prayer life, continually neglected to serve others and only serve ourselves. We are basically saying to God, I don't care about you. I don't care about anyone except myself. And this is the reason we are not going to be in heaven. Not because God hates us. It's because we did not want to be with God. All right? So I just, again, I want to reiterate these petitions of supplication. 
you know, that we pray to God to have mercy on our souls, that we live in peace and without sin, that we pray for the forgiveness of our sins, that we pray for everything that is good for our souls, that we spend the rest of our life here on earth in peace and repentance, that we ask for a good Christian end to our lives, that we can have an, a good defense of the awesome tribute of Christ, and that we commend ourselves and one another and our whole life to Christ our God. You know, these are more than just words. We can read these words every single day, but if we don't put them into action, if we don't put them into, uh, um, you know, into effect, then they're meaningless. These words are meaningless if we don't, don't, uh, don't use them every day in our lives. That we have to put them into action in our lives. And by action, it means actually doing the things God has asked us to do. As I said, to make amends for our sins, to pray constantly, to, you know, both by ourselves to pray and to go and to pray as much as we can in church, to do good deeds for one another, to care about one another, and, and to actually not talk badly about one another. This is so very important for us to remember because we are all going to be judged in the long run. And that judgment by God, by Jesus, is going to be just. It's going to be a just judgment for all of us. So we pray for everyone's souls. We pray for everyone's, um, no, uh, that their uh, souls may be in the eternal kingdom of heaven at the end of their lives. But again, God can't do anything unless we accept his love, unless we accept his, uh, his forgiveness, unless we make amends and spend the whole life in repentance and asking God to save us. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you.